This episode is brought to you by Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma. When it's time for an aircraft component inspection, overhaul, repair, or replacement, you need experienced technicians you can trust and friendly service you can count on. Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma, a family-owned business since 1959, delivers just that. Our techs have real-world experience and provide sales, service, and overhaul for piston engine aircraft accessories. We also have limited turbine capabilities such as fuel pumps, starter generators, and prop governors. And we can overhaul propellers ranging from fixed pitch to turbine. Propeller pickup and delivery service is available. And one more thing, mention this podcast to receive 5% off your next sale, service, or overhaul. Visit aircraftaccessoriesofok.com. This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again... True pilot stories from the world of general aviation. In this episode, a Cherokee pilot is cautioned not to try to scare his passenger, only to find out how scary an engine failure is for all aboard. It's clinch time in Big Bang by Wilford Darcy Mogg. I met a colleague at my hangar for a business trip from Caldwell to Bonners Ferry, Idaho. As we climbed into my 1967 Cherokee 180, Joe said that he had flown several times with a friend who had tried to scare him, and he wasn't afraid of any maneuver I might try. I told him I didn't believe in scaring my passengers, so I would not be trying to scare him today. It was a 100-degree day, and it took us a long time to climb to our cruising altitude of 13,500. Over Hell's Canyon, I reached for the radio to switch frequencies from Salt Lake Center to Seattle Center. There was a very loud bang, and the airplane started to shake and rattle so violently that I was not able to grab the radio knob. I started a shallow turn to the east, keying the mic to inform the controller in a rather shaky voice that we would be diverting to McCall Municipal Airport because our engine was running a little rough. My engine failure checklist started with reducing power. The next item, enriching the fuel mixture, caused the engine to stop. So I did what I've been told many times. If something you did makes the engine quit, reverse your action. I pulled the mixture back until the engine returned to a very unstable life. I tried switching to the left and right magnetos with the same result. On both magnetos, the engine returned to its original shaking and rattling, 1,000 RPM. With the checklist completed, I established best glide speed and headed for McCall. When I pushed the Garmin 296 GPS nearest airport button, it told me that we had enough altitude at our current glide speed to make McCall. We were over Oxbow Airport, deep in Hell's Canyon. The prospect of spiraling to that short runway with a steep rock face approach into the canyon wall quickly nixed that option. The next runway option was New Meadows, a gravel strip with a hump in the middle with rock cliffs at either end of the runway. 
Options not favorable without any chance for a go-around. We were committed to McCall. At about that time, the air traffic controller gave me the temporary tower frequency at McCall. I had been monitoring the temporary McCall tower for a few minutes on the second radio because the airport was very busy with air tankers fighting fires, and I wanted to make sure I was out of their way. By now, I had the power adjusted so the shaking subsided to where I could grab the intercom knob and switch radios after thanking the controller for his help and declining the offer to declare an emergency. I contacted McCall Tower and declined to declare an emergency for the second time that day. I gave my location and altitude, and the tower replied by closing the airspace and airport to all other traffic, except us. When we passed over the second mountain range of the day with a violently shaking engine making one-third power, the lake and McCall Airport were welcome sights. I still had 8,500 feet of altitude when I reported the airport in sight. I would be landing on runway 34, and we were still more than 3,476 feet above the runway. I told the tower controller we would circle over the lake to get at pattern altitude. The tower reminded me the airport was mine, and I could circle over the airport instead. That was good advice, I thought, while turning on a left downwind for runway 34. I didn't dare touch the power, so I deployed all the flaps, hearing my instructor's voice from 25 years ago, don't deploy the flaps until you know, you know you can make the runway. We landed without incident. We taxied to the tie-down area, and the engine quit with a terrible screech. We soon learned the reason from Doug, a mechanic at the airport, the inside half of the exhaust valve banging in the cylinder after the other half departed through the exhaust pipe somewhere in Hell's Canyon, finally got a grip on the cylinder wall, which stopped the piston. When we were safely clear of the airplane, I asked Joe if he had ever been scared. Not so much after the initial bang, he said. You seem to keep your cool. On our way to see Doug the mechanic, we saw a friend of mine who was just finishing delivering jet fuel to the air tankers, and we eventually caught a ride with him to Boise. Looking back, I was glad for the Garmin 296 nearest airport and glide ratio features. Now I never fly my Cessna 310 without an iPad using Garmin Pilot. I don't climb fast, and I lean the aircraft on a hot day. I still fly the Cherokee, but never over inhospitable terrain. If I do need to travel over the mountains, I make sure I have plenty of altitude to find a suitable landing place to land in an emergency. I won't hesitate to declare an emergency in the future. It was nice to have the help and support of the controllers during a tense time in the cockpit. Even though I didn't declare an emergency, we landed without incident thanks to the controllers, who treated the situation as an emergency as well as a cool head and good equipment. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. 
The Never Again Podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely. Fly safely.